This meeting is live streaming. Let's go live with Jack Kelly. I think we're live. Christine, we're live, right? Let me check. Yes. Let's yeah. say, yes, we are live. Good afternoon, everyone. Hey, so if the US had a four day work week, we would not be talking right now. We'd all be home for our three day work, for our three day weekend. But as of now, but we'll say maybe, maybe this will happen. So what I'd like to talk about today, uh, Belgium, which if you're not aware is a country in uh, Europe, right? It's Europe, not Asia or something, Belgium, chocolate, beer, all kinds of good stuff comes from Belgium. Dorothy Dalton, who gave us some good insight of what to talk about today, because Belgium has announced they're having a four day work week and a three day work, uh, three day weekend. And what's really interesting this is a trend that we've been seeing since the pandemic, where companies are starting to realize in a war for talent with the great resignation that they have to really take care of their employees. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, of course they should. But think about it. Go back to pre-COVID times. Go back five years, 10 years, 15 years. Employees really weren't that valued. They were but companies really didn't bend over backwards to make sure that they're happy and they're empowered. Now that is a hot job market, there's a great resignation with about 4 million people quitting each month. There's a war for talent because it's hard to find people, particularly in certain areas like tech. Companies' leadership now realizes we have, we have to really do what it takes to make our people happy. Cynically, some are going to do it just because they know they have to, their arm is twisted. Others are really forward thinking and realize, hey, if we don't lavish our people with care, empathy, compassion, attention, they're going to go elsewhere. They'll quit or they'll be disengaged, which sometimes could be worse because they're just not invested in the company and what they're doing. And some of the things that I've seen recently from speaking to uh, chief uh, uh, human resource officers, chief people officers, um, CEOs, other executives, is that they're offering a, a gosh, such an array of different uh, benefits that never had before. Walmart, Amazon, Target, they're giving free college tuition. You have others that are remote work. You have digital nomads, where if you want to just live out of your you know, RV and travel the world, travel the country. If you want to travel the world, that's okay. A number of companies, if let's say you worked in New York and Silicon Valley, but you want to move and go somewhere else that's much less expensive, you'll get paid the same. There's some companies that say, let's, I think LinkedIn is one of them. Let's take, take a week off or two weeks even. I'm not sure we'll take a, but let's say at least a week off where everybody's off. So this way there's no pressure to get to respond to Slack messages, emails, texts. It's because everybody's just decompressing. And then you have little things like no Zoom Friday. These are just some of the things they're offering, but one of the newest ones, and, and it's gaining a lot of momentum, is the four-day work week. And that's where they're basically saying, hey, for companies, certain, a, a number of countries have adopted it. A number of companies have adopted it too. And so that you have four days working and then three days off. And the theory is, hey, if you're going to work those four days, you can just kind of work, do your best, 
And then you have three days just to chill, relax, decompress. So Christine, Mike, what, what do you think about this twofold, this new era we're in, where it's really employee empowerment era, plus this four-day work week? Do you think that's good, bad? And do you think this could happen in the U.S.? And it is happening in the U.S. for companies, but like across the board. I think the fact that this topic has even permeated into mainstream media makes me think that there's a chance. Uh, like just a few years ago, you never really heard much no. people talking about this. And now it's a constant trending topic. And I see it trending on all social media platforms. But I do think it will take like a marquee name in order for other companies in the U.S. to adopt it. Um or even just a, an endorsement from the business roundtable. I think that would even mean a lot. Um, yeah, I what think there's a chance. What, what do you think of some of the, uh, some of the positives about a four-day work week? Worker burnout. I think it'll decrease worker burnout. Um, I think less uh, turnover, uh, lower operational costs since we'll be open one day less, and then a larger applicant pool, because I think it'll be an attractive recruiting tool for recruiters, for sure. See, that's a really interesting point because I want to say it was like Kickstarter's GC, but I could be wrong about you know his title, is that they'll look and say, wait a minute, it's hard if you're not the size of a Google, Amazon, Apple to get the best, most talented software developers and software engineers because they get paid a lot of money. So how else can we compete? And I think Christine is saying you, we could compete by saying, you know what? We're going to appeal to people who want a better work-life balance. You know, the pay may not be the same, but yet you have a three-day work, you know, three days off so that you have a better lifestyle, better quality of life. And you also covered a SHRM study today and 80% of the HR professionals indicated that they're going to make uh, employee morale and engagement a top priority. And I think looking at something like the four-day work week falls under that umbrella. Mike Teller, what do you think? Do you, do you, think, do you see any negatives, any, any, any downside? Um, you know, I, I think it would be a, uh, you know, take a lot of getting used to. But um, as far as your original question of do, do we see it happening, do I think it would happen in the U.S.? I got I'm leaning toward yes because uh, a number of countries, you know, today you mentioned Belgium in, in your article, but uh, a number of other countries have already instituted that. I believe Iceland and uh, you know a few others um, to some degree. And my thought is this: is that it seems that it is catching on globally, you know, big cities or, or country by country. And uh, if that continues to happen and the U.S. doesn't uh, partake then all of a sudden we're gonna sort of be branded as, oh, you know, I don't wanna work in the US and people in the US would maybe, you know, uh, move to other countries to get that, you know? So I, I think we just have to follow suit and uh, it would be a slow process, maybe civil employees first, things like that, maybe state by state, but yeah, I, I think it's hopeful and um, not too many downsides, lots of upsides, uh, but, you know, again, that's that's my thought. Yeah, I just wanted to make a clarification. So. There's a number of companies here in the U.S. have adopted the four-day work week, and I guess I'm making a differentiation between, you know, certain companies. I'm sorry, certain countries that are just making it for everybody, or the civil service government workers. Um, so here in the U.S., yeah, there's a lot of companies that are doing it. But as Christine has mentioned, we haven't really found like a company 
you know, like an Intel, like a Google, like a Microsoft, like an Apple, like a Target, you know, that's going out there on record saying four day work week. So, so to real, it's almost like you need that tipping point, that big marquee name to say, hey, we're doing it. And then everybody else will follow suit. Yes, I, I agree with that. Absolutely. It does seem some of the, you know, really woke, uh, you know, uh, tech companies have instituted it, but you're right, no marquee names yet. Of those that you just mentioned, though, uh, I'm just going to single out Target as an example, though, you know, they're a retail store, of course, they have a huge online business as well. But, you know, for uh, a company's business model and what they offer, uh, things like retail services and all, there'll be some companies that just can't, you know, transition over to that, I think. Or if they do, they'll alternate, you know, out of 100 workers, 50 will work these four days and, and you know, uh, the other 50 will work Tuesday through Friday so that they have every weekday cover. That's, that sounds right, because I, I can't, it's not just a retail driven one, but any company, because I'd imagine there's always something. So let's say as a customer, I have a, an issue, I'm a vendor, whatever it may be, and it's Friday, and I want to get in touch with the company and no one's there. That could be really super frustrating for the person saying, hey, I don't want to do business with you folks anymore because I need you and you're not around. So I think, Mike, you're right. They, they probably have to figure out, maybe not everybody could be off on the same day, that they have to stagger a little bit. And think about what about the people who maintain the technology? Not so much the um, software engineers, but the folks keep things running. What if, what if something goes wrong and no one's around on Friday, come in Monday and none of the computers are working? So yeah, I think they have to kind of, I don't think it's going to be reasonable to think everybody all at once is going to be off. Where you'd probably have to have a team that's off on a Thursday or Friday. But then Christine, would that, would that be problematic too? That you don't know who's going to be on, when they're going to be on, and it could just be a little chaotic? That mixed in with remote work, because even assembling yeah. a team, it's kind of hard to reach people and then having to keep track of who's in the office and who, who isn't on a certain day. Um, yeah, it, it, it could get difficult. And then a company's not going to institute a, a program that will affect the bottom line. So there definitely needs to be procedures in place to even make this work in the first place. Do you also think it'll kind of, you know, people will impose upon the remote workers because I feel it started already and you probably see this more and more where there's this proximity bias. So if you're in the office, people are gonna notice you more, you might get better assignments, you might get you know, more raises and promotions and bonuses and surveys to show that that's what happens. And then if you're just working remotely, you could be a second-class citizen, be forgotten. But then would I wonder what would happen with a four-day work week they would just presume, well, you're, you're at home anyway, so you might as well do this work. And it just get dumped on the people who work in remote who are like out of sight, out of mind. Do you think that would point. happen too? That's a good point. That's why I like Belgium, they also have it where you can't reach out to people beyond working hours as well. You wanna talk about that? But you know, Belgium and Portugal, you wanna, cause that's interesting as well. You wanna share that? And maybe it, let's see, if, it, talk about a, whether this happened in the US. Yeah, it's even, a, a, I think, I don't know if I'm being dramatic, but it's illegal. Like a boss cannot reach out to their employees uh, after work hours or on the weekend. So if, if we institute something like that, then remote workers would be covered, I think. Do you, do you think that's even possible here, the way we have this hustle porn culture in the US that 
that companies will you know willingly say, oh sure, we're never going to contact anyone after five o'clock. I, I don't, and then for being such an industrial uh, country, like we're not very progressive when you compare us to Europe. Like we're so behind in labor laws, like even like the parental leave, like we don't, that's not mandated. We're one of the only countries where that's not mandated. So as, as much as people think that the US is like this progressive country, it really isn't. Well, doesn't it all go back to the beginning of the country with like, what was it? The Protestant work ethic where yeah. it, it was just drilled into people that, and I'm not saying right or wrong and different, but right. Drilled in like, you know, work is good. Work is positive. You know, you should be working. And that just kind of never changed really for the most part. Yeah. We've been working the 40 hour work week since 1940. It's not even four. It's like more than like right now, was, right? Don't you feel it's way more than 40? Yeah. I'm working like all the time and mm -hmm. not because I'm like, I'm a hustle porn guy. But it's just, I don't know. I find myself working all, like, it's just because time is warped during this whole pandemic mm -hmm. that you're like, all right, I might as well just work and be productive. Plus there is that hustle porn culture too, where you feel like if you're not working, you're missing out or you'll potentially lose a client and fall behind. There's that mentality as well. Oh. And, 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 it, and it kind of, it's tough because there's some, there's some truth to that, you know? So that oh. let's say, let's say with a four, four day work week and let's take a recruiting firm. So let's say a company needs an assignment to recruit for somebody and they call, you know, they call us up, but yet we're off on Friday, then they're going to go to somebody else and they'll get the assignment and we lose out. So it kind of, the way it's set up because of competition, it's almost like you always have to be on. So you get noticed and you get part of the action. Otherwise you feel left out. Yeah. That's why you would need like a federal mandate as opposed to just companies like picking and choosing that way. Everyone has the same expectations and the same values. Yes. And, and, you know, if I might add, Jackie, you bring up an interesting, interesting point about the Protestant work ethic. Um, you know, do, do we ever see this happening where we'll, we'll be the norm? And, you know, the, as far as that, that law where you can't uh, contact anyone for three days, you know, or, or any time off hours. Um, I mean, that could be instituted through, you know, employment and labor laws. But I think there is hope, you know, 20, 30, 50 years from now, that if it becomes more of a norm, you know, then everyone will have it ingrained in their, in their minds that, you know, hey, uh, instead of like, we all think now of the weekend, well, you're just going to add an extra day to that. And it won't be so strange. And there won't be so much of a fear of missing out, you know, on business and things like that. But again, not to get too uh, existential about the whole thing. Uh, unfortunately, well, fortunately, I hope I'm not working 50 years from now, Mike. So I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> or 30 years from now. Hopefully that's not the case. Although we're living longer. So the odds are, yeah, people could be working till like their 70s. Now. You know, it used to be 65. I wouldn't be surprised it's 70s or more now. By the time I retire, who knows if there will still 100? be social security. <laughs> <laughs> There's no social security. You gotta work to like a hundred. That's it. You know, we bankrupted ourselves. Let, let me throw this out too. Here's a little thing that uh, Dorothy Dalton uh, pointed out where I've noticed there's this uh, group that's uh, uh, founded by Andrew Barnes and uh, Charlotte Lockhart. And they're piloting a lot of these programs for four day work weeks. But they're purists and they feel the four day work week, you know, four days, Friday off and nine to five. But there are some companies and countries like Belgium, it seems they're not doing it that way. So they're cramming in 38 hours of work into four days. 
So now you have a long, each day is really long. Now if that's the case, are you just better off working five days or four days with longer hours? That could be stressful and definitely counterintuitive. I liken that to the vacation mentality. You know, you're so excited you're going to go on vacation, but the week before you go on vacation is always <laughs> hell. It never fails because you have to make sure you're all your ducks are in a row before you leave and that everything's taken care of. And I think the same could translate into working four days for sure. Because it's, I would imagine instead of helping with mental health and emotional well-being and burnout, that could cause more burnout because now you're, you're kind of, oh my God, I got to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. And then you're working, you know, extra couple of hours uh, each day more. And so you're, so that, I don't know, then the time you get off, you're just shot, you're exhausted. And, and I'm, I'm not sure if that's the right way to do it. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I mean, these are all valid points. I, I think, you know, it comes down to, you know, whatever you're producing for five days, if you're going to squeeze it into four, it's almost a given that you've got to work a bit longer in those extra hours. Um, as far as, you know, if someone has a choice, I think it, it boils down to a personal preference. You know, some people would rather work, uh, uh, you know, an hour or two longer for only those four days and then you get a three-day weekend all the time. I mean, personally, I would choose uh, the, the, the former, you know, work, work a little longer for each of the four days and, and always have that extra day off. I think with the Belgian one, you had the option to take the four days with the extra hours each day or just keep the five days. So it wasn't as if like you could pick and choose Ooh. and redesign it around as kind of an either or. But then again, they just put it out. So I wonder, they could be A-B testing as well. You know, you put it out, let's see, let's get feedback. You know, do people like it, not like it? Is it better? Is it not better? Are they productive, not productive? So I'm hoping that, you know, Belgium and other places that do it are kind of really testing, giving, getting, giving surveys, getting uh, feedback to see, hey, is this working or not working? And if it's working, like what parts are working? And if it's not working, like what's, what's wrong that we have to fix? So this way, we could take that data and then make more intelligent, you know, decisions for other four day, you know, for other companies to do four day work weeks. Yeah, I think Iceland will be a benchmark for uh, the four day work week because right now they have eighty five percent of their workforce working uh, for a four day work week. I want to know what they're doing. That's a <laughs> lot. They're doing it, yeah. I was just going to say, what what is it that they do in Iceland? <laughs> yeah. But wait, wait, isn't Iceland's the one that's like not so cold and Greenland is the one that's cold, but Iceland is the one that's not as cold? Is that, do I have that right or no? It sounds right. Like I couldn't verify. It's like the opposite of the name of the country, right? right. Because the reason right. I'm going to say that, because if it's Iceland is really cold, what difference does it matter? It's so cold. You want to go outside, you might as well work. Who <laughs> wants to go out like, you know, 50 degrees below zero or whatever. Because I, but I don't know if that's the one in Iceland or not. Um, shows how like here in the U.S. we have no idea what goes on elsewhere. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I definitely would want to see uh, like a study or, or just gauging like worker happiness once it is implemented to see if it does move the dial as far as like mental health. Um, I know in March 2020, there was a survey where even though people reported um, higher well-being and less burnout, there were higher levels of active disengagement, which I thought was shocking. Because I, you would think that you know, someone would get the four-day work week, 
um, and, and almost be like appreciative of it and be more engaged and more productive, but that wasn't the case. And I don't know if that's because it was pre-pandemic, so they didn't really appreciate it as much as people would now once we've tasted uh, that freedom and, and like autonomy, but yeah, I don't, do you guys know why, like, why do you think that there was active disengagement? I don't know, but I have to guess, because like, it's so interesting. The mindset being in a pandemic is so different now than it was. So I wonder if if I kind of, I don't know how you feel. Sometimes it's hard to kind of remember what it was like before being in a pandemic. But I guess before then, if you're if you're not working that extra day, maybe you just lose connection and you don't feel the same. But now we're used to not being connected. So we're used to it back then. We're not so that it seemed odd and it put you kind of off kilter. That, that's a good point. That, that makes sense. Um, you know, and let, let me throw this thought out. You know, we're, we're, all we're talking, all these four-day work weeks, the country's instituted a policy, things like that. You know, I think over time, there's also the fact that let each company do, do operate how they want to. And, you know, it seems that to me, a natural progression, if, you know, some of these brand big name firms do offer that policy, uh, I think, you know, eventually it's going to catch on. There'll be studies to see whether it, it works or not. And, um, you know, I think human nature, it's you're resistant when you're told you have to do it this way. You know, yeah. like for the U.S. to put in a mandate that that's, um, uh, you know, it, it's certainly uh, in theory doable. But uh, I think, you know, the the external forces of, you know, just companies given a choice if more and more catch on, it's just going to gravitate toward that type of policy. Well, give, you example, Mike, give you an example, like Microsoft Japan tried that out. They had a four-day work week and they had a study and the survey and they kind of kept track of it. And the results were very positive. They said that productivity was up, um, output was increased, and people felt better. But you're not sure, because I don't know how you could test for this, but you're not sure if people self-reported in a certain way because they wanted a three-day work week, so they worked extra hard during that trial period to say, all right, let's let's you know, let's let's do whatever we got to do to get that three-day work week. And you know, got all that output, all the productivity and get the three-day work week. But now moving forward, how is it? Because I don't think there was any studies after the fact. So it's still a little open, you know, in terms of that. Um, but here's another thing too. So let's say you have four days. You still, everyone has a lot of work to do. Now, do you feel the pressure every day? Like, oh my gosh, I got to get all this done. And does that take a toll? You know, where you're looking at a mountain of stuff you have to get done and you now have four days to get it done. Do you either stress out and you're anxious or you just make it your business? Hey, I come in in the morning, I got my eight hours and I'm just gonna put on blinders, get it done because I want three days off. What, what do you think? I think it could teach people to manage their time better. I think that's right. I mean, I, I remember going back, back in the day when we all went into the offices, let's be honest, we would see this all, you know, you see this all the time, you know, you come in at the crack of 9.15 and then you know, you take off your jacket, you get, you get, you know, comfortable in your chair, you turn on the computer, and then you like turn around, hey, anyone want a Starbucks? 
And, and then you go out and do a Starbucks run and get some breakfast. And then you come back and now it's like 10-ish. And then within another hour, you're talking about where are we going to go for lunch? And then you have a conversation for 20 minutes about lunch. And then just go through this throughout the day. And there's so many points in time. And I'm not saying people are just, you know, being jerks. I'm just saying it's like human nature. And then because time expands, you know, so you feel like hey, I got all day. Don't worry, I'll get up to get to it. So then before you know it, the day is over. And you're like, oh, was I really productive? Whereas in, with a four-day work week, does that really like push you? Like you have no choice but to, to measure everything you're doing all the time. Is this productive? Yes, I'm going to keep doing it. If it's not productive, I'm just going to ignore it. That, yeah. and I also think people will take less sick days because if you have, let's say you're off on Friday, that could be the designated day you take, you go to doctor's appointments and stuff, as opposed to taking a day off here and there, um, your day off could be your, your designated day for, for those kind of appointments and you would need less days off. So I think that it could help in that way. That's interesting. Do you think, do you think companies could then get, start feeling, Hey, they're abusing it. They're taking, you know, sick day here, a personal day there, more vacation days. And like, wait, where is everybody? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, listen, let, let's clarify what one thing is if you're sick and really sick, yeah. You know, you're not even thinking about that. It's just, you know, my God, I, you know, hey, there's no way I could work today. Um, it's interesting, your point, Jack, about, you know, kind of the, the office mentality and, you know, time's wasted. And then, you know, you feel if you, if someone walks into your office or in a big, you know, open, open environment, that there's, there's a chat going on and they ask you a question, you know, you, you feel obligated to be, uh, you know, professionally courteous and uh, engage in the argument for a bit. So I think, it would be easier for people to get their now five days of work into working for remote if they're working remotely because you won't have those distractions and it is easier to focus and make you know the full use of that time uh, for on site you know in the office full time it would be a challenge and then if those that do focus and everything the the behavior might be considered a little bit rude or that person oh you can't even approach uh, him or her you know so I, I think there's a distinction there to be made. Also, what about this? I don't know about you two and people watching. Uh, for a weekend, there's at least usually one day that you're involved with shopping, doing stuff around the house, running chores. Um, by late Sunday, you're kind of preparing for work the next day. So kind of one day is completely just shot. So you're really talking about like a Saturday, let's say. And that's not a lot of time to recuperate. So I wonder, not to go off on a tangent here, but to, to stick with me on this, think about this for a second. It's no secret here in the US, let's just talk about US because I can't really comment on other countries and how they are, but I can say what here. Let's be honest, everybody's aggravated, everybody's stressed, everyone's angry, everyone's gonna just yell at each other, whether it's so, you know, on social media, whether it's in real life, it's like everyone's like one hair trigger away from just going berserk. And could it be in part, is that we put in so many hours, we work so hard, and now we're not commuting as much, but when we were commuting, back and forth almost, you know, it could be up to three hours plus a day in commuting time, being on a crowded bus, a crowded train, stuck in this office, and if you're in one of these modern office buildings, you can't even open up the windows, you're under fluorescent lights, how can you not be miserable? If you really think about it, that's, how, if you wanted to design a system to drive people nuts, that's like a way to do it. Am, am I kind of off base here? Am I at, like, am I kind of off the rails or no? 
No, I, I agree. And I think one step further, people also crave that autonomy. I think that's why so many people gravitate towards like the gig economy because they get to set their own schedules. And I think moving forward, workers are going to look for that kind of flexibility in their, their employment. And we don't even have to uh, keep it to just the four day work week. It could be shortened work days or just like the staggered hours. Um, one Lauren on the comments said, the thing I miss about phone sales was the option to work 10 hours for four days instead of uh, eight for five. Amber said she worked for a mutual company in the late nineties that allowed everyone to choose a flex schedule, 40 hours over 40, uh, over four days. And we were all happy. They also implemented new systems to increase efficiency and proactively raise salaries to stay competitive. So interesting. It kind of makes sense because everyone has their own buyer rhythms, like what they're comfortable with. Like I, I would feel totally comfortable waking up and I have no choice because my dogs and cats wake me up. My cat wakes me up to feed her. The dog, he has to do his business. So I'm sometimes up, no exaggeration, like three, four in the morning. And trust me, I'd rather not be, but I have no choice. So I'm up, but then I don't, once I'm up, I'm up. I can't go back to sleep. So I would do from like, let's say five o'clock, let's be generous, five o'clock to, I don't know, 12, one, and then I'm, I'm done. How cool would that be? So yeah, if you could have some kind of, different flexible schedule that fits around your life. Now, what about a, a, a working mom who, who has to kind of navigate her kids and go to school and back to make it that she's not stressed racing into an office because she has to drop her kids off or racing home early. So you kind of work around that. That would be such a distressor, right? Yeah. And then moms also have to take their kids to doctor's appointments. That's why it could be good to have that designated day just to do that. So it doesn't in turn uh, impact women as much. I think they're the ones that will benefit the most from this, honestly. So what other things do you think if it's not four days and any, any other kind of cool alternative that would kind of de-stress people, give them some more balance in work and life? I think letting people choose the hours that they want to work because some people are productive. Some people are morning people. Some people are night owls and some people do their better, uh, their best thinking like late at night. So I don't think it's about the time you put in. I think we have to shift our mindset to like the, the outcome. And um, yeah, I, I think it's productivity and just, we have to look at the outcome rather than the time that you put in. So interesting. Because pre-pandemic, that wasn't talked about. It was like FaceTime. You know, where's Jack? Is he in the office? Is he sitting there? I, I would, I would, I, I remember back in the day, I would write blogs about, okay, when you get in, make sure like you have your jacket behind your chair, you know, you have like your coffee on your desk and, and half-eaten bagel so that if the boss walks by and you're not there, they know you're working. Or I would tell people, okay, you know, in, in some of the blog posts, you know, send emails really early in the morning or set it, you know, set it to go early in the morning, late at night to show you're working. Because it was more about the FaceTime and the appearance that you're working as opposed to like, are you really productive? And now when everybody was home, I think it went to productivity to see who's really working. Yeah, you know, that that's a really good point because I, I remember, you know, just back in the day pre-pandemic and all, there were some firms where I would hear this from, you know, a, a 
different candidates in different roles, but work for that company. But like, you know, it, one of the things that just drives me crazy why I'm open to hearing about opportunities is because, you know, uh, there's a mentality and a culture that everyone, you know, everyone is looking around, they, no, no one wants to be the first to leave. And so even <laughs> okay, I remember that, done, yes. Right, five yes. or six, I, I know the firm, but I'm not gonna mention it. Uh, but yeah, it, and it was prevalent throughout. And it's common. Now that you mentioned, I remember that. Like working, yeah. you know, before I went to recruiting. Yeah, it's like you don't want to be the first one to leave because everyone's going to look at you like, ah, loser. You know, uh, you're not a worker, <laughs> and and you'd be labeled. Yeah. Or if you come in late too, same thing. If you come in late. Right, and, and sometimes you know, it, 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 there is a. You really have to look at this as individuals as well, because you know, as far as you know, craving in extra hours, whatever. I mean, you can look at it this way that, you know, you know what you're responsible for. And, you know, of course, sales is a different animal because you're always hustling and, you know, the, the, there are always more deals to make. You're only as good as your last deal, what have you. But, you know, if you're doing IT or working on a project and you've got, you know, three weeks to get it done, I mean, if you really, you know, work hard and, and focus right and work smart, you could get that, that project done within two weeks, two and a half weeks. So the same thing, you could break it down to, you know, over five days or over four, but it's up to the person working smart and knowing what they're responsible for. So, you know, it's, it's going to vary. It's hard to generalize, you know, to a certain degree. So let me just give you a quick rundown of some of the places. I'm not sure if you, you, you're aware, but here in the U.S., Democratic Congressman Mark DeCano has put in uh, a little while ago to get a 40-hour work week, you know, uh, actually to knock it down to 32 hours. So he's looking to get a four day work week here in the US. I'm not sure where it stands. I know he's worked, he put the bill before Congress, but I guess we're waiting to see and he's trying to get, uh, you know he has the progressive wing of the Democrats who are trying to support him on it, but I'm not sure where it's up to, but it's, it's out there. The United Arab Emirates, uh, Iceland as Christine mentioned, Japan, Spain, Scotland, and now Belgium. And here in the U.S., I want to say the last time we wrote about it, Christy, it was like 50, like 50 countries, companies, I keep kind of saying companies and countries interchange, about 50 of them, right, have signed up. Yeah. And I think uh, also Ireland is going to roll out a pilot program, Canada, Australia. And I'm not sure if you mentioned New Zealand. And I think we, uh, Wales too, right? Yeah. So it does, it does seem it's, it's, it's taking on a life of its own. Now, yeah. what happens, not, not to be that guy, but what happens if the job market cools off? Do you think all this stops or it's once the genie's out of the bottle, it just, it's going to keep going like this? I think it'll keep going because the, the workforce is getting younger and younger and they have different standards like gen z is very adamant about what they will accept so uh i think i hope to, to constantly see these changes happening yeah it's it's I, I it does feel with the pandemic and with a hot job market hard to find talent that it's really shifted and Microsoft the other day came out saying, hey, we want people back, I think the 28th of this month. And sure, we're going to find a lot of other companies saying that too. 
but they risk kind of a worker revolt where they'll say, wait, I don't want to come back. Why do I have to come back? Because there are other opportunities. And they're going to just say, I'll find another job remotely. And then I wonder what's going to happen. And, we're, and we talked about this the other day in New York, where people are concerned, like, all right, I, I, I know you want us to come back to help the city thrive, but that's not my problem. I want to have a balanced life. So we're kind of an interesting place, right? Yeah, we have to evolve with the times. We've been working the 40-hour work week since the 1940s. I think it's time for some change. And Andrew Barnes actually has a good quote. He said, the, the five-day week is a 19th century construct that is not yeah. fit for the purpose of the 21st century. I agree with that. You know what the biggest scam is, too, if you think about it? By four o'clock, how many people are really giving it 100%? You know, but you're just so tired. You're tired, you're run down, especially on a Thursday or Friday. You know, so are you really maximizing that person's potential? Or wouldn't it be better off saying, okay, you know what? I think, Christine, you mentioned this before. Instead of going to five o'clock, how about four? So this way you can get out, beat traffic, get home and be well rested. And you probably would be much more productive the next day than having to put in such a long day, commuting home, commuting in the next morning and just, constantly being exhausted and tired. Yes, and, and you know what, let me, let me add one more thing that everyone, since we're focused on these, you know, eight hour days, 40 hour weeks, um, what goes on, you know, there, there used to be a general thing, although it really wasn't, you know, written in stone anymore, but usually there's a mindset of you've got an hour to take lunch, or it might mm -hmm. be a half an hour. So right there, if you're working, you know, nine to five, you're at lunch for an hour, so it's really only seven hours a day. So you're saying we shouldn't have lunchtime? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> so should I quote you on this? Mike Teller says no, no lunches. <laughs> no, but, but you know, in other words, you know what I mean? Like, so, okay, if, if, you're, if, if work is supposed to be a full eight hours, yeah. do you not take lunch or do you work till six because you're out for an hour? I think most people work through lunch nowadays, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, true. And, and I know we're working remotely. Uh, yeah. It's a fantastic option because, you know, again, you can eat healthier. You can absolutely save some money. Uh, and, you know, sorry, sorry, Mayor Adams. But, you know, again, if you could shop at home, you don't have to patronize, you know. Uh, listen, at least in New York City, in, in Midtown, you know, the prices are just outrageous uh, for just a little semi-breakfast and then any kind of decent lunch as well. So, yeah, but you know, it, it, <coughs> it's definitely interesting because if we had this conversation five years ago, I would say, come on, this is not going to happen. This is, this is, this is wild. And, but it's not only the four day work week. Think about it. a lot of companies, <coughs> excuse me, um, are offering flexibility and they define flexibility as Hey, if you want to come into the office, you come into the office. If you don't want to, you don't have to. If you want to come in for a week straight, great. If you don't, that's fine. And that's kind of cool because you're giving autonomy and freedom to people to be adults and let them make the choice. Because theoretically, if you're hiring somebody, you're hiring someone because you believe in them and you trust them. So then why then are you going to micromanage them all the time and, and drive them nuts? Let them just do work the way they do best. You know, what's wrong with, all right, Maybe you start the day much later and you like working way into the night and you're more productive. So why make the person work the hours that they don't want to work? Um, so it, we're finding out 
like different things. Another one I like the fact is that with remote work, people could have much more options. So let's say you're in Arkansas, Mississippi, South Dakota, and you wanted to work for a Silicon Valley firm, or you wanted to work on Wall Street, you couldn't do it because you couldn't commute. But with remote work, now you have that option. Or let's say, you know what, I don't want to keep living in New York or New Jersey because it's really expensive, high taxes. And then if you can move to a lower cost place with less taxes, nicer weather and earn the same money, wow, that's fantastic. So a lot of these trends I'm seeing in the workplace is really positive. You know, they're not going to be perfect like we're talking about with four day work week. You know, there's, there's good and bad and, and there's things you have to consider, but net net, it's really cool that we're seeing this. And I think Mike, I know in yours and mine and Christine, even your kind of work tenure, there was never this vibe going on where, where you having more of these options or at least these conversations too. That, that's true. Now employees are getting to choose when, where, and how they work. Yeah. And I think, I think that's good. I have a question though. Do you think that like implementing a four day work week could maybe up the uh, employee surveillance to make sure that people are staying like on target and stuff? Absolutely. I think, you know, I think what happens is this, you have two, you could probably have two different types of companies developing. One that are gonna trust their workers and empower their workers and have faith in them. And others that are gonna put in tattleware, spyware, you know, micromanage them, tell them to get back into the office, you know, old school. And I, I, I think then what's gonna happen from there is the companies that really give people autonomy and freedom and respect and dignity, dignity are the ones that are gonna prosper. Because after a while, if you're working in a company that has a heavy hand, you're like, all right, I'm out of here. If I have a choice, I'm gonna go where they really appreciate me and show gratitude. So I, I could see different styles developing. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. So interesting topic, right guys? Like it's, it's really, it's wild to see this happening and happening in real time. Um, so whether, I would suggest, and, and, I, and, and one of the things I, I'm, I'm hoping for the people who are watching this, you could take this and, and bring it to your company. Because let's say you don't have a four-day work week. Let's say you don't have it where the company is off for a week and everyone can just chill and disconnect. What if, they, what if your company doesn't care about your mental health, emotional well-being, and burnout? What if you know, they're not really putting in programs and, and, and stuff to help you? They're not offering coaching or mentoring or what have you, that you could kind of go to your, your manager and say, wait a minute, this is going on. Other companies are doing it. So why aren't we? So it gives you some, some ammunition to go in there and say, hey, let's talk about it. Let, let's see if we could do this as well. And then I could see the spreading so that because the more companies, you know, the ones who do it, employees going to gravitate there. So then the other companies are going to have to do it as well. So it becomes this really cool cycle of who could give the better offerings to attract people. And then hopefully it becomes more money, more time off, more vacation, more personal days off and so on. And it becomes a really cool thing for everybody. Yeah, that, that's right. And, you know, I just want to ask you one thing. I, I believe in the beginning of the show, uh, you mentioned that if you're going to work on a four-day work week, you may not get earn as much money as you did if you were working five days. Am I right on that? No, did no, 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 no. Oh, okay. that, uh, the way that some of these companies are doing it is mm -hmm. that it would be, you know, same money, same everything. 
right. it's just four days. So the thing is, this pro- in reality, then probably just a little bit more stress, you know, because it's just human nature, like to get everything done within those, you know, those four days, or you end up working a little bit extra on the three days off. But yeah, the idea is the same kind of money. But I'll tell you this, there's one company in Spain, I forgot it was a fashion house, um, Desengul, I don't know, I'm kind of completely butchering the name, where they did, they did cut the pay for the, for the time off. But that was the aberration. Most, the, the, a lot of the companies that are doing these four-day work weeks, four days, keep your pay, get everything done in four days, three days to relax, and then you can come back all well-rested. And I think overall, you know, it's, it's interesting, and you both made these points, is that it's nice to have this flexibility. You know, yes, we're discussing yeah. it, but, uh, so, you know, to some workers, it already exists now. And again, that's something that was not prevalent in, you know, as long as I've been working. Well, to end on a good note, it's what, President's Day Monday? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay, so yeah. President's Day, and I think most people are off, so experience a three-day, we'll have a three-day weekend. So it's, it's, we thought this would be a good day to have this conversation about a four-day work week and a three-day work weekend, and right. we're heading to a three-day weekend. So and everybody- like, I'm sorry, I would like all our listeners to take stock. What did they do for these four days? Well, excuse me, actually, it'll be the end of next week because you'll only yeah. be working four days. Did you get as much done by having that Monday off? That'd be interesting, right? To see like the end of the day, say, hey, we were just, yeah, one day, but we still were pretty productive and met our goals and exceeded our goals. That'd be yes. interesting uh, to see. So thank you everybody everybody for watching and listening. And we'll, you know, repost this as a podcast or we'll put it back on, you know, social media, you know, again in the future so you can watch it. And, um, and feel free, if you have any topics you want us to cover, any thoughts, any comments, you want to come on the show, you have something that you want to talk about, let us know. So thank you very much for watching and have a great three-day weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.